Good day all, and welcome to today's episode on using PowerPoint in an educational setting, hosted on the 10th of April, 2021. We are Group S, and the members in the series are Ryan van der Westhuizen from the Western Cape, doing Speed, Rona Meyer from the Western Cape will be doing Screen Layout, Denver Diamonds from the Western Cape will be doing the use of animations and transitions, and lastly, Hayley van Blissies, also from the Western Cape, doing the use of PowerPoint as a teaching tool. I'm Ryan van der Westhuizen, and today I'll be discussing speed in relation to presenting a PowerPoint presentation. The speed at which one presents a PowerPoint presentation has a major influence on how well learners articulate the information that is being presented. The average speed rate can be better understood in terms of words per minute. It is suggested that for presentations, the average word per minute should be between 100 and 150 words per minute. It is thus important to hold a steady pace because speaking too slow will have your audience getting distracted or being bored and alternatively speaking too fast can lead to losing some learners during the presentation. One way to effectively ensure that your words per minute rule is followed is to make use of the rehearsing and recording option installed in PowerPoint in order to set the speed of each slide. Once you have identified the speed of each slide, you need to ensure that your voice is synchronized and aligned with the information that is being presented on the slides. Next up will be Rona Meyer. Hi everyone, my name is Rona Meyer and I will be discussing how to use best use visuals in your PowerPoint presentation. Sure, most of us have all used PowerPoint before, but I will share some tips on how to ensure your PowerPoint presentation stands out between the rest. And who knows, maybe you are also guilty on some of the don'ts when using PowerPoint. Let's begin with the use of images in your PowerPoint presentation. Never use pixelated or blurry images. Sorry folks, you'll have to search harder for high quality images because blurry images cast a poor impression. Secondly, don't use tiny images that require your audience to use binoculars. What you can do if you have loads of text, allocate half of the slide to text and half to the image. Thirdly, try to avoid depending on visuals. All visuals used in your slide must add value and content to your topic. Choose one high quality image that sums up the main theme of your slide. If you want to show each goal visually, dedicate a complete slide to each. Now let's discuss working with text in your PowerPoint. A PowerPoint without text seems kind of weird, right? Sure, you can use images and graphics or videos, but without text, your audience will probably be confused about what the presentation is all about. On the other hand, too much text is not a great idea either. 
a message delivered verbally is powerful on its own, right? But when you write it down and people can actually see your words, your message becomes more powerful. Opt for legible font and type size. Don't use eccentric fonts that will make it impossible to make out the words. Stick to standard, easy-to-read fonts such as Arial or Calibri. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you will think of these tips when you create your next PowerPoint presentation. Good day. My name is Dean Vitalmans, and I'm going to talk about transition and animations in PowerPoint presentations. We have all surely played around with animations and transitions in a PowerPoint presentation, just to explore with them and have some fun adding motions to objects, etc. But are we using it correctly? Well, yes, they do have an entertaining effect, but you might suddenly feel like adding random transitions to your slides makes no sense. Let us talk about what gives meaning to a transition and how you can help your slide convey your message better by animating certain objects in specific ways. But let's discuss first what the difference between transitions and animations in a presentation are. For a slide, you can have only one transition effect, while each object on the slide can have multiple animated effects. How do you decide whether you need to use a transition or animation? Well, here's the main difference between the two in detail. A transition is the effect that helps you make the transition from one slide to another. They are the motion between two slides. Transition, slide transitions are the animation effects that are applied to the whole slide. They are the finishing touches that are used in a slideshow to add visual movement as one slide changes to another during a presentation. Actually, they are the professional appearance of the slideshow and draw attention to a specific important slide. Animation, on the other hand, are the effects that help you express or explain an object, subject, on your current slide. You don't need two separate slides to complete an animation. Animation effects are applied to objects such as text, shape, images, pictures, charts, etc. on a slide. However, there are four types of animation effects in the PowerPoint presentation. Entrance. Emphasis, Exit, and Motions, Paths. These reflect the point at which you want the animation to occur. Now let's go into detail with these effects and with some examples. An entrance effect controls the way objects appear on your slide. For example, you might have individual lines of text fly in from the side of the slide or have the slide titles gradually fading in as the slides display. Emphasis effects control how the audience eye is drawn to the animated object. For example, you may make an image pulse or spin or have a line of text move in a wave shape. Exit effects is exactly what it says. 
it's the animated object, it's how the animated object will leave the slide. For example, an image may bounce or shrink and turn off a slide. Motion paths control the movement of your text or object around the slide. For example, you can make an object move up and down, move in a specific shape, or even create your own custom path for an object to follow. So, unless these transitions and animations add to the meaning and support of your story, having them for the sake of effects and visual stimulation is useless. You must make sure that the message is being conveyed to your audience in the best possible manner, without distraction and without losing interest in your presentation. I've summarized some of the useful tips I've learned over the years, and I'm going to share it with you. Number one, try to keep animations between 0.5 and 1 second, since you want fast animations to prevent boredom. Go through the presentations after you are done and pay attention only to transitions and animations to see if they work. Do not confuse or overwhelm your audience with a lot of animation and keep it to the minimum necessary. Make sure the transitions and animations do not overpower the message you want to send. Stay consistent with the animation effects you use. Stick to two or three types of animations at most. Do not mix enter from right and enter from left animation one after another. Use transitions only when they help to tell the story. Use transitions to guide the viewer through presentations. And if a transition doesn't add anything positive to the presentation, do not use it. With that, I want to thank you and I hope you will consider this as a useful uh, podcast. Thank you. Good day everyone. My name is Hayley van Bresses and I'm located in Cape Town. Today I will be speaking about using PowerPoint as a teaching tool. PowerPoint is becoming an established part of many educational environments, especially in large classes. PowerPoint can be an extremely effective technique to help teaching, but if not used properly, it could instead disengage learners and potentially obstruct learning. PowerPoint captures learners' attention and keeps them interested. It can be used to create interactive lessons that contains text, images, transitions and animations, audio and video elements. Using these elements will create an effective presentation. It will allow you to clarify understanding and to support different learning styles. A PowerPoint presentation should be basic, simple and not distracting. It should also focus on keywords and a take-home message. But just because it is basic doesn't mean it can't still be interesting and fun. Potential benefits of using PowerPoint presentation can include increasing our visual impact, improve learners' focus, learners will retain information much better, it enriches the curriculum with interdisciplinary approach, and increases spontaneous behavior and interactivity. Ryan, Rona, Denver, and I truly hope that our podcast was enjoyable as well as educational, and we appreciate your time. Goodbye.